0: Are you ready to live the all-in life? Then welcome to the All-In Podcast Show, sharing the defining moments of impact-driven entrepreneurs, industry pioneers, and transformative leaders as they showcase their defining moments and went all-in on their business and found true success. From the early steps in their journey to the moment they truly took their commitment to their life and business to another level, we'll give you the insight you need to go all-in on your dream life. Now here's your host, Daniel Giordano.
1: Welcome to the show, Joan.
0: Thank you, Daniel, I appreciate right. it. It's great to be with you.
1: All right, well, I'm, I'm excited to hear where you started at, right? Because that's one of the things that I always like to, you know, it's like, because every, everybody comes from a different background and different upbringing and, um, you know, some more challenging than others. So where did, where did you grow up? Were you born and raised?
0: Well, I make jokes that I've been in this industry since pre-birth <laughs> because my dad, I'm a native New York City girl. And my father had an advertising agency when I was a little girl in New York and he was like one of the original mad men. And so, and I'm the youngest of four. And my dad would pull copy out of the typewriter, hand it to the closest warm body he could find and say, read this out loud to me. So I'm convinced that the first copy I read out loud was my father's advertising copy or radio copy. And in fact, I talked to my mom about it, and she said that she actually did read copy when I was in the womb. So
1: there you go. It was instilled I was, in you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. It's literally in my DNA. It's right. Nature and nurture at once. Right. right.
1: That's that's fascinating. I like that. You know, it's just, uh, and I wonder if there's been studies on that, right?
0: <laughs> there like, probably has. There yeah. probably has.
1: Right. So, so what was your, uh, what was your upbringing like, you know, going through school and everything since you grew up in an environment like that? I would imagine it was pretty intriguing.
0: Well, we don't have enough time to go through the whole thing, but (laughs) the short version is um, I was born in Harlem, raised in the city and went to high school in Westchester. Uh, As an adult, I lived on the Upper East Side, but I started college. I'm in the DC area now, and I started college down here in the DC area And then I've moved around, I've been moved, I've lived in eight or nine states, depending upon how you count lived in. And a lot of that is being moved by companies for work. So, what I did choose to do was I cha- transferred from GW to UCLA. I'm pointing like you can see me on the mm. screen, but I don't yeah. think you can. Yeah. Uh, makes me feel better. What can I tell right. you? <laughs> so I, I transferred to UCLA to finish my undergraduate degree. And so I kind of boomeranged every time I boomerang back, I'd either go back to New York or DC. And uh, I was in New York for 9 11 uh, after I got my MBA. Uh, in New York City, and I was working, and I came a little too close to biting the dust for my own peace of mind, which is a whole other set of stories. But um, I got an odd offer to become second in command of an agency, a communications advertising firm in, um, in Las Vegas. And just as a, as a little bit of background, I've gone back and forth between corporate communications and journalism forever. And uh, I was actually doing more journalism work in New York City, but obviously I had a corporate communications background and this offer came kind of through Mars, which I can explain. Mm -hmm. And I make jokes that I had a meeting with my little dog at the time and he decided he wanted to try having a backyard. So we went and I had spent almost no time in Las Vegas. And that ended up in me having my own agency because that those owners didn't quite get along, let's put it that way. Um, and then I came back to DC. And I just really, to be honest with you, I mean, I have a lot of really great friends in Las Vegas and I think it's, there's more going on there now, but at the time it, 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 it wasn't for me. It was too hot to a lot of things. And I mean, I'm an East Coast girl, you know, what can I tell you? So I came back to DC And as another fluke, I ended up being moved to extreme cold, which uh, changed my life forever. Uh, I was recruited to head up the communications and co-head the sales and marketing of the electric car division at Chrysler. Mm -hmm. And I didn't own a car at the time. I'd never worked in cars. I'd never, um, I didn't have the word automotive or vehicle anywhere in my resume or anything, you know. And it came, again, kind of from Mars. And I thought, well, what the heck? The worst that happens is I hate it and I leave. So now I've ended up living in extreme hot and extreme cold. And, and I've been in the green economy ever since. Energy, sustainability, climate. I've always done some level of corporate responsibility in other, in big companies. I always did things for advancing women throughout my Career, uh, and so this brought it together. And then when Chrysler blew up, I came back to DC.
1: Right. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to see how you you know made that journey to kind of get you know all of a sudden now you're in this green energy you know sector that you know you didn't plan on.
0: That's right. Well, it's been about uh, wow, I can't believe it. it's been actually about 15 years now, which is staggering to say.
1: Wow. Yeah. So so from that whole journey, right? Was there ever uh, a time where you just kind of were wondering, like, what the heck am I doing with my life or what, you know, what is going on, you know, is, oh, you know chal- challenging times?
0: Daniel, how about every like four years or three years or whatever? I mean, I, every time something big would happen. I mean, there were time. I mean, I, when I, uh, every company had their own blips, right? You know, the division would close or you know, I'd end up getting moved to a new opportunity. So a lot of times I find that, and it's interesting because now I do career coaching about transitions, right? And I focus on particularly people in transitions, which is where really people want and need and are open to the input of a coach and support. Um, But I would say, usually when I felt at an inflection point, I'm a I'm a natural questioner. In fact, when I got my MBA, one of the couple of the classmates gave everybody awards. And some of them were serious and some of them were not. Mine was most likely to ask a question. I guess it you know, being a journalist that makes sense, right? Right. So, I ask questions when I am confused or Uh, feel like I'm at an inflection point or what do I do now or I feel like something isn't working or whatever and I have my own coaches over time so I mean everybody needs even even Jack Canfield has a coach Tony Robbins has I mean coaches have coaches right? right You probably do too so it's not it's not just something that you have um when the proverbial hits the fan or when you feel out of sorts it's also to take you to the next level and so I find that when I get into the crisis or the sometimes it's a crisis but it's not always sometimes it just sort of you feel off or you feel like something's not working um I ask questions I do research um I take a walk you know watch something completely different. Um, I'm a I'm an innovator and I'm a huge fan of innovation and I come from a, a family of innovators and entrepreneurs. And I find that watching something on television or reading something that has nothing specific to do with my work or a client often makes me think a little bit differently in a way that triggers something and I get an idea about a shift and it can be small or it can be big.
1: Right. Yeah. So you, so you mentioned a few things before that and before this last section here around uh, the transition from the agency you're working for to the, you know, eventually creating your own agency. So, and being that you're helping people with transitions, is it that you're helping them transition from corporate life to starting their own business or just transitions in career in general?
0: Either one, really. I find that most of my clients are in a career transition. Okay. And sometimes that ends up in them starting their own business. But I do have clients that are interested in uh, starting their own thing. And I actually also do book coaching, which evolved out of really communications consulting and and coaching in general. Right. I've had clients come to me and say, uh, I know that I can do more. I mean, you know, I feel like I'm not quite, you know, I've heard you speak and yada, yada. And we start working together and I was like, you, you need to write a book. This is a natural for a book. And I have clients, I have one client whose book is about to be published. I have you know, a few others in the works. And so sometimes it e- that's where it evolves. I mean, a lot of you, I mean, you're a content guy, so you can relate. But a lot of times, it's it's getting the content out of out of your brain into the world, right? I mean, I spent my whole career in professional services companies, Deloitte, American Express, before Chrysler, and I like to say we can't give out free toothpaste, so we have to give out free knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so you have to you have to tell you know show what you know right you have to tell people what you know and also to be honest with you Daniel it's also a way of increasing your confidence I find that a lot of people who come to they're in a transition and they, they feel less than in some way and a lot of times showing what you know and like doing a, doing a blog or doing, I mean, a podcast is a big commitment, but even if just writing 800 words and posting it on LinkedIn or medium or something for free, people start to realize how much they know. Right. And that helps a lot to open their mind and see what's possible. And, and I have different approaches to dealing with career uh, coaching than a lot of people Um, I'm been in coaching networks and I love these people who say, oh, well, we have this 10 point program and they show you the 10 points and I'm like, okay, an assembly line works great for assembling cars or clothing or computers, but you're a human being and you have a different process than other people. You know, I have questions that I like to ask everybody or depending upon the situation i've got different questions but to just have the same process for everybody i don't think hasn't worked for for my clients and hasn't worked for me personally i find those very limiting
1: right and then what's the um uh the the defining moment because you mentioned when you decided to start your own agency Mm -hmm. you know and and do that what was it that what were the the motivating factors for you
0: well, that actually, if you want to talk about a defining moment of my life, I think the defining moment professionally was going to work for Chrysler,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, really, because okay. I was so different from anything I had done. Right. I mean, I've been doing communications, right? But I was living in Fargo, North Dakota, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm a New York City girl, okay? <laughs> a <little> so <laughs> half to two thirds of my wardrobe never saw the light of day. Um, <laughs> But they're wonderful people. There's a lot more talent going there than most people realize. It's the second employment base, second largest employment base for Microsoft in the country. Interestingly, the so there it was, and of course I was learning so much new and meeting cool people and making a difference, and you know all those good things. So I think that was really a defining moment um, in Las Vegas. I was recruited originally to be second in command when the original owner was taking over, was uh, going to join a client and had brought in someone else to help uh, as a partner. And to put it mildly, they, after about a year, they, he, he was leaving the client um, involuntarily and, the, and he and his new partner at the firm didn't get along And frankly, the whole thing kind of blew up. And I was, I had just built a house in Las Vegas uh, and I could have gotten out of it and just flipped it and come back. But I had a whole bunch of clients call me and say, please don't leave town, we wanna work with you. So I was like, here's your agency. And so I did that and I did a lot of cool stuff. I worked a lot with NAVO, the National Association of Women Business Owners. I did a lot of public speaking, I did some, Journalism work. And I mean, I always make lemonade and do cool stuff and right. meet great people, some of whom are still in my world today. Right. But it just wasn't the climate for me on any kind of climate.
1: Right. That's good. So I, you know, I like the way that you transition that because, you know, it's perfect to uh, kind of go into what I like to hear as far as like what, what, what's the big vision for you and the impact that you're having in the world and, this, and the industry that you're serving most right now?
0: Well, I think you'd have to ask my audience that, to be honest with you, but I think the the impact I'm going for is my focus is really supporting mid-career women, particularly in STEM fields, and even more particularly, I, I work with anybody, to be honest with you, but I really love helping women in energy, sustainability, climate, and that kind of work. And because there's so few of them, I mean, that was, when I I was at Chrysler, I was very frustrated that there were so few women in the industry. And so, and the women who were there were not getting a microphone. Right. And we're not getting, and I use that metaphorically as well as literally. Mm -hmm. So I made an effort to do that. I would get female dealers featured, I would focus. In fact, we did, I did huge campaigns to female drivers they really had been kind of ignoring women car buyers don't get right. me started on that one <laughs> and so i mean and we did hockey stick growth by my doing these unusual things right so i my sweet spot is women in mid career in stem fields working with them as a coach and in fact we have an offer now and and we can talk about it for your guests but we have a we have a 20 minute complimentary coaching call which um I think, was sent to you in preparation for this. And then I also have a special, I'm calling 21 for 21, that to help people kick off 21 with a great start that's a month package, which they can find and they can email me about joan at greenconnectionsradio.com or they can find me on Twitter or LinkedIn. But anybody who's listening to this, who reaches out to me, please mention that you heard me on the all-in podcast and or daniel giordano and that'll make a difference I'd like okay. to know where people come from and then you can get this the special
1: perfect love that so um and i appreciate you making that offer to people because you know it's of much course. needed in today's society
0: hey but- you know and this is the reason that i did it daniel is the pandemic has brought up so much stuff right people are automatic like automatically in a transition voluntarily or involuntarily either they were laid off or they're working from home and they're reevaluating. you know well if i can do this from home then i can do x right or they're freaked out that they're going to lose their job or they're uh, i mean there's just so much shifting going on and the economy is shifting and companies are shifting and workplaces are shifting I write a lot and talk a lot on my podcast, uh, Green Connections Radio, by the way, for uh, about the changes in the economy and uh, the stronger focus on ESG, environment, social, and governance issues, which you know is all about the, the the energy, sustainability, climate, and taking care of people. So there's a lot of that shifting going on right now, especially in 2021. In the beginning of the year, you know, people are into planning and, and we do a special kind of goal setting program and execution and, and career, what I call a career GPS, so that you can look at where you want to go, but honor the tangents. I mean, if somebody had told me 15 years ago that I'd be living in Fargo, North Dakota, working for an electric car company, I think they were an octopus, okay? Yeah. But it turned out to be the defining moment of my professional career and a phenomenal experience.
1: Right. Yeah, that's awesome. So if you look at um, the uh, the one thing that you would share, you know, with the with the listeners right now, the one thing that you would share on if they're in that transition phase, you know, what would you what would you tell them would be the next step? Obviously, the first thing I'd say is get on your calendar. Right. Um, oh, but very <laughs> right? Thank you. I appreciate um, yeah. that. Right. But um, but what would you you know want to share with them?
0: I would say. Think about the assumptions you're making about your career and where you are now. I had a call with a new client recently who started, she's 25 years old, started the conversation saying, Well, I'm 25 already and I have to do this, 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 and this right now. And I can't figure out what I should do for, and I, you know, and I need to do this and I have to do it now. And I'm like, Why do you have to do it now? You're 25. And you can't do this right now because of COVID and you know the economy, I mean, like, hold on a second. I find that people get in their own way a lot by having assumptions they're not even aware they're making. I mean, she wasn't even, she had just accepted this as orthodoxy that she had to do it now. It, she didn't even realize that it was the assumption behind all of her decision-making And that's why she was tied up in knots. So I would say if there's any one thing I would give to people, it's think about the assumptions that you're making unconsciously, not just consciously. And bring about, so when something comes up, it's like, what am I, why do I think this? What's behind the reason I'm thinking of this? What am I, what am I assuming is true? It's like when you walk into a room and you assume how people are going to react to you, you know, give them the space to be who they are too. So I would say, watch your assumption, put, put, turn on your assumptions uh, meter.
1: Awesome. I, I love it. You know, that's, that's some powerful insights there. Um, and uh, definitely some, Great wisdom in sharing, you know, that with helping people really discover like what is next for them, and and uh, really uh, not rushing into something, right? Because they have that assumption, right?
0: Well, that's right, and I find that a lot of times the the, the assumption that you're making is what's keeping you from seeing other possibilities. Right.
1: Right. Powerful, powerful stuff. I love it. Right. So. Um, Thank you. As we close here, I know you shared a little bit uh, earlier on the, you know, how people can reach out to you. What's the, what's the best way for them to get you? We can just recap with that and uh, go from there.
0: The best way is on Twitter, at Joan Michelson. They can see the spelling on your screen, I think. Right. Yep. And uh, they can email me, Joan, at greenconnectionsradio.com. Connections is plural. My podcast is called Green Connections Radio they can also reach me on LinkedIn. And please, anybody who's listening or watching who finds me through this show, please mention Daniel Giordano and the All In podcast. And that way, we can make sure that you get the, the special.
1: Great. Well, thank you for your time. I greatly appreciate you taking the time to be with me today and, and sharing your insights and wisdom with the world and uh, con- continued success in what you're doing and the impact you're having.
0: Thank you, Daniel. Thank you for the invitation. Appreciate it. Thanks for the work that you do every day.
1: You're very welcome.
0: We want to thank you for being all in with us on today's episode of the All In Podcast Show. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, as well as ways to connect to our guests, head to allinpodcast.com. That's available exclusively on allinpodcast.com.